10 years. What? Oh, fuck. Never mind. It's 30 years after. Well, this movie takes place 30 years after Return of the Jedi. It does, but it was released 10 yeah, years after. I, I saw the 10 years and was like, oh, wait, that wasn't it. Hey, uh, we are here for the last of our Star Wars discussions with Episode 7, The Force Awakens. Love it. It was very good. I definitely had a lot of fun with this one, a lot more than the prequels. Yeah, honestly, this film, I, like, there was just moments where I cry, like, moments where I, like, feel nostalgic, and I didn't even watch most of these films when I was younger, so the nostalgia is coming from somewhere. I remember, I don't know where. I remember when this came out, and I was 31, so I wasn't, like, you know, like a little kid or anything like that. Yeah. But I was actually super excited to see it because I didn't like the prequels when they came out. Right. And I was spoiled about Han Solo's death. Even though I think oh. everyone kind of knew that anyway, because every, and I say that everyone's not a dork nerd like me, but I do remember when Harrison Ford said time and time again that he wanted to die in Return of the Jedi, and I think oh. I think Lawrence Kasdan, a screenwriter of that one and a co-screenwriter of this, wanted that as well. George didn't want it because I think it was something about Han so dead Han Solo doesn't sell toys or anything like that. Oh, fuck's sake. I don't yeah. know that part might be just anachronistic or whatever. So I figured when he agreed to come back. It was under the auspices or whatever you want to say that he'd get killed. And so I kind of figured that was going to happen, but mm. that 100% got spoiled to me the night before. I had the day off. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go see this movie at 10 in the morning with <sighs> almost nobody in the theater. And I'll never forget when, you know, Galaxy far, far away, long time ago, blah, blah, blah. And then the horns hit and the Star Wars comes mm -hmm. up. Just having the biggest fucking smile on my face and watching this movie in the theater is the last time and probably the last time I'm ever going to be able to say this where I, I felt like a kid again. This was actually the first Star Wars film I ever watched in the cinema. So it was so exciting for me. And I remember getting there and everybody was in cosplay, which is not heard of here. Everyone had either Leia outfits on or Luke outfits on. It was just so cool. And everyone was so hyped and it was like a collective thing. Everyone was cheering and everyone was just excited to be there. It was such a cool experience. That was my Phantom Menace experience back in oh, 99 yeah. was a massive nutty theater with lightsabers, people going crazy. And it was the opposite for this. It was, there were just, it was me as a huge theater. Yeah. It was me and like seven other people. Cause it was a weekday, maybe a Thursday or something like that at 10 AM right. sometime in May when school was still in session. But it just, the biggest thing about this movie is I think it does nostalgia the best way where absolutely other ones maybe don't you know maybe some don't get it that way but they spaced this out it was done in a creative way i think it wasn't simply just hey look look hey, you remember this mm -hmm. and i don't know it's just the mood but i think this was only the second time i watched it was yesterday i was thinking yeah, about that i thought for sure i'd seen it again but i don't think i had and no. i remember we were literally talking about what's a cover like a few days ago and I was like, when I do this, oh, let's just do Force Awakens, you know? And as soon as I started watching this again, I was like, holy shit, I'd forgotten how much of a joy this was. It's just, I think they got a balance of doing the fans a service as such with all the nostalgia and having all the original actors back, having them revisit their stories, but also there's enough new stuff in there, like new characters for you to follow that it doesn't feel like they're just rehashing the same shit. And I think the new characters, like Ray especially, I just kind of felt like I was along 
for the ride with her. Like she has this beautiful childlike innocence and curiosity and excitement that you just can't help but feel like excited with her about everything that she's doing. I just love her so much. And then the rest of the characters just work so well together as well. It's just such a, it is such a joy. Yeah, you're right. It's a joy. Yeah, I don't think it's just that Daisy Ridley was having fun. I think Ray, the character, was having yeah. fun getting off that planet and on the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. And I kind of thought about it as as the movie was winding down. I remember thinking, like trying to figure out in my head why this works so well. And I realized it the minute Han Solo died. It's Harrison Ford. Like Harrison yeah. Ford, his presence, him doing it. And I remember in the theater, I was getting emotional over it. Yeah. And then even here I am. And it's just, I don't know. Like I said, it just captured that thing, that feeling that you have like when you're a kid. And I think he makes this movie. I literally think if he was not in it, then I don't know if I would have liked it. And there was something about, and I don't, and we're only going to cover this. We're not going to cover The Last Jedi. I still haven't seen Rise of Skywalker. We're not going to cover it now, maybe later on, but definitely not now. And I don't want to bag on those other ones, but watching this and liking it so much made me almost dislike those other ones even more. And I've only seen Last Jedi one time and maybe now, you know, six years removed of it and good God, the discourse removed of it because that was a that was a disaster and a half. All of the nonsense that came out of that good and bad, you know, that was one of those that I just had no desire to discuss that movie (laughs) based on (laughs) everything about it. But this and this is J.J. Abrams and he did the first Star Trek movie. And it seemed like when he did that Star Trek, it was his audition for this. And well, they gearing lo- up for it. Oh, they look so similar. And then I mm. read a thing in the trivia, in the IMDb trivia, that said that he almost didn't want it, which surprised me because I thought I thought he super wanted it. And maybe that was just the prevailing mm. stereotype or whatever story that came out. And it said they had like a month-long discussion about it with Kathleen Kennedy. And then he finally did it. But this is what he's good at. He's good at establishing. He's setting it up. The first Star Trek is still awesome. I'll watch it again right now. And like those Star Trek movies, the Star Wars movies just, they fall off. And like I said, I haven't seen Rise of Skywalker, but I've yeah. heard enough about it to know that it is a fucking disaster. Yeah, I have seen The Rise of Skywalker, but I don't remember any of it. I remember. I don't, the f- know. I don't know what that says okay. about it. <laughs> I should say this. I, I, I've tried to watch it twice. I know I've mentioned that before. I've tried yeah. twice to watch it. The last time I stopped at like Chewie's death, the fake out of Chewie's death. Oh yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. The fake out of Chewie's death, and I jumped out my window and like that was it. <laughs> I was not gonna finish the movie. No, it's I remember some key parts, but honestly, I could put it on now and just be like, oh yeah, what is this? I don't really know what's going on. I'm sure there'll be something in the future, Star Wars wise, that we will eventually go back to it. But here, we're here for a positive discussion i'd say mainly positive here of the force awakens there's stuff i'm gonna bag on like it's okay it's okay if you love this and it's okay if you love the sequels it's fine like i said i'm not gonna get too in the dirt about the other ones talking about the force awakens so let's get at it yeah so there's a few things i wrote down here first of all um this is 10 years after i I realized that i put 10 years after the release of revenge of the sith that wasn't correct (laughs) it's 10 years after I can't remember the name of episode six. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith. That's it. It is Revenge yeah, of the Sith. It. No, yeah. that's number three. Oh, but that, yeah, okay. Oh, I'm it's getting t- confused. Yeah, yeah. You, the okay. release of Revenge of the Sith was 2005. Five, yes. The release. So I was right. Okay, sorry, everyone. You were right. And then this takes place 
30 years after yes. Return of the Jedi. That's correct. There That's where go. I'm getting confused. That's okay. what I got confused on the first thing I said in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the film was announced after Walt Disney's acquisition of Lucasfilm in 2012, and then the film was released in 2015. I remember when it was announced that Disney was taking over Star Wars and what an absolute outrage there was. I wasn't even into Star Wars at all at this point, but I just remember <laughs> everyone being like, what a fucking joke and just making so fucking many memes. Mouse. Yeah, and nobody was happy about it at all. And this was apparently also the first Star Wars film that does not extensively involve George Lucas. He was just a bit of a creative consultant in the early days, but after that, he wasn't involved at all. So I read part of the trivia that said when he sold it, he handed over his plans for episodes seven, eight, and nine, and they promptly chucked those right in the trash. <laughs> they did not go with them. Imagine, I wonder what they would be like. He would release them. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure there's something out there like that would have said it, that he would have said somewhere in the past decade or so. They must have done. Because I know the Colin Trevorrow, I think that's how you say his name, who got fired from Rise of Skywalker or All right. the last one. He's the guy who did Jurassic World. He's done those or he maybe hasn't done the last two, but he uh, he did it from there. His script got leaked or something that he had, which was different. And I do remember a lot of people liking that of what mm. it said to do. And I still have not read it or even looked too much into it, but I have heard it was actually like really good, and especially compared to what came out with Palpatine, somehow Palpatine returning. Oh my God, that's my, I think that's my favorite Star Wars meme. It's Oscar Isaac rolling yeah. his eyes. Somehow oh, you can, Palpatine you can see him die inside. Like as he's saying it, <laughs> as he's saying it, it's just like, what the fuck? And the last thing that's interesting is this is currently still true as of this date of recording, on a budget of $447 million, it is the most expensive film ever made. I cannot believe that it's not the last Avatar movie. I just assumed yeah. all those Avatar movies, just by pure inflation or just being coming out eight years later, would have done it. Avatar The Way of Water, that's the new yeah. one, right? Yeah. That's currently number seven on the list. Yeah, I know. I clicked on it. I do remember this. I would have known uh, number four, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, 2011. I do remember hearing about how expensive that fucking movie was. Why, though? I think by that time, I think they filmed them back to back or something like that. Um, oh, that, I think it had right, to do yeah. with the sets and also probably Johnny Depp's salary. <laughs> By yeah, that well, time, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> by that time, maybe just ballooned up into it. Yeah, that list is crazy. I'll put a link to that somewhere because it's actually quite interesting to scroll through. Yeah, because a couple Pirates of Transformers of... film on there. Yeah, Pirates at World's End from 2007 is number yeah, 10. That's... And like that was up there too. Yeah, at that time when that came out, that was the most expensive movie ever made. And it was like three hours. But I think it has to do, those are all fucking practical sets. Yeah, I think yeah, that you're might, right. In the water, I think maybe that had to do with it. But yeah, that on Stranger Tides, I think, yeah, maybe they were just like, here, Johnny Depp, take $100 million. Because <laughs> they know, because even that movie, which that movie had, should be so much better than what it is. Hmm. That movie still grossed a billion dollars. Oh, crazy. I know. Those are good movies, the though. Profit. I like them. Yeah. I like, they're not good movies. I shouldn't say that. I like they them. They are. They I'm are good movies. Pirates. We love them. Um, so we got pirates. These are kind of space pirates, I guess. But 30 years after the Battle of Endor, 
the First Order has arisen from the ashes of the Empire and seeks to end the New Republic. The Resistance, now backed by the Republic and led by General Leia Organa, opposes the First Order, and Leia is searching for her brother, Luke Skywalker, who has been missing. All right, we'll just get this out of the way. Yes, we know there's like 27 things that are just like A New Hope. It's oh, pretty yeah. much It's pretty much a rehash of it. Yes, the First Order is the Empire. Yes, the resistance is the rebel alliance. <laughs> it it once it once it got pointed out how many things it was, it's still pretty shocking. Like of how similar everything is, even down to because my first note or one of my first note is it's Luke. Oh wait, no, it's Ray. Yeah, it's <laughs> in the, the uh, in the, the scavenger outfit plant, in the oh, desert. The desert yeah, planet, everything in there. But I do have. That just like Yoda in Return of the Sith, Luke just bounces. He's like, oh, man, shit yeah. hit the fan. I'm fucking out, y'all. I'm out. See you I'm in later. exile. We'll see you. Exiling hey, myself. That's who, him. that's who taught him. That's a very good point. He's following in the steps of his master. Also, how shitty is the fucking... Re 30 years, all right? At the end of Return of the Jedi, the second Death Star blows up. There's always another fucking Death Star, of course. Yeah. Second Death Star blows up. Vader's dead. The Emperor's dead. They destroy all these superstar destroyers. It's fucking done. And they win. And within 30 years, these motherfuckers are back on top. They got brand new Nazi-fied uniforms. Oh, they're rocking this first this time. Oh, yeah. They're rocking this first order. They got a whole fucking planet that is now the Death Star taking the power from Suns. This rebel alliance and this republic is garbage. Like How nobody. How has it gotten to this stage? I'm a separatist. <laughs> Where's Count Dooku and General Grievous when I need them? Yeah, that's a good point because they show at the they show at one moment how big the Death Star was, and then this new I can't remember the name of it battleship, whatever Star it's Killer fucking, Base. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's like what, ginormous, 50, fifty times bigger, maybe at least. How yeah. has it got to that stage? Should have been nipped in the bud by now. And then they blow it up, and the whole planet blows up. What's some of these planets all blowing up? What the fuck? They've they got blow plenty up. to get rid then of, yeah. Yeah, and it's got like a thing that shoots out and goes into five different directions. It's insane to see that thing in action. But first up on the desert planet Jakku, we meet Resistance pilot Poe Dameron, who I totally forgot is Oscar Isaac. Oh, did you? I totally forgot it was him. He there looks were, so much younger in this film. There were he's not two, gray. two things that stuck out to me as I rewatched it. One, how little he's in this movie. He yeah. dis I, I knew that he disappeared for a while. I forgot it was that long. Mm -hmm. And also how often Kylo Ren keeps his mask on. I didn't know he kept it on for yeah. that long. Yeah, he it, only takes it off when Ray asks him to at one point, right? When they're doing that interrogation, and then he kind of yeah. takes it off with his dad, and he doesn't have it on after that. I'd forgotten that because I remember that fucking helmet has to have come from or been, what's it called, influenced by Revan from Night's Old Republic. Okay. It looks a lot like Revan's mask, and that's why it looks so badass. Oh, it does look cool. It looks cool. It looks badass. And I'm sorry, and we may have to fight on this, but Adam Driver, he's not intimidating. No, I don't find him intimidating at all. That might be I the think point. that's one of... Yeah, I think that's one of my favorite things about Kylo Ren is that he's, he's trying so Sith. hard to yeah, he's trying so hard to be Vader, who people were intimidated by and people mm. did respect even though he was bad. But these people, I mean Poe Dameron is just completely taking the piss out of him to his face. 
saying, okay. you speak first. Am I going to speak first? Like, nobody respects this guy. Hate it. Hate it. Shut the fuck up, Disney. Get that Marvel <laughs> shit out of here. I'd forgotten that line. And when he said it, I, I totally was like, forgot oh, it. motherfucker. Because they're about to tear up this fucking city. We're about to see that murder everyone. Max Van Sydow for my favorite movie ever, The Seventh Seal, an existential movie ah. from the 50s, Ingmar Bergman. Like, it's all, oh, my God's going down. It's gritty. Like, you see the stormtroopers coming in. They're fucking shit up. And then, oh, who, who talks first? I talk first. I wanted to punch <laughs> my fucking screen. It was very out of nowhere, wasn't it? But that's fucking Disney. Like that's yeah. that's the that's template. The what, that's fucking Marvel. Yes, that that's what they do, and it's the only time I can really think that it happened, where they took you out of a solemn, somber moment. A lot of times, the joke and the jokes worked a ton. John Boyega, fucking amazing. In this He's movie. awesome. They yeah. did that motherfucker dirty. His character dirty. Well, him personally, I think too. But like yeah. they did that character dirty as hell with what they set up in this movie. Yeah, and what he does. To what he becomes, man. That was it's bad. It's unbelievable, especially the setup and the promotion of the movie. And then the movie itself. And then for the next view, it's just like, oh, wasn't he like wielding a lightsaber in the last one? Wasn't See, he like I'd, fucking the shit up and saving I'd the world? I liked that they did that. Because I remember too, because that was, again, we talk about the fucking discourse. Oh my God, a black guy. Holy shit. A lot of Star Wars fans lost their shit. But then like the black guy holding the lightsaber... And it was just like, oh, is he it? And then they kind of flip it on it. Because even in the poster, he's holding it in the poster. Yeah. And then it's a girl. A girl Jedi. Oh. No. <laughs> so, oh, yes. Poe gets the map to Luke's location from Lor San Tekka, who is Max von Sydow, as you said before. The Three-Eyed Raven from Game of Thrones. That's I was him. at the Game of Thrones studio tour there at the weekend, the and it tour. was fucking awesome. If anybody is ever in Belfast and you've got a spare afternoon, absolutely go and do that. It's so cool. The throne. The throne the picture throne popped yeah. off. <laughs> Don't pay them the £30, guys. They tried to charge me £30 for a green screen, green screen photograph, and I was like, no, sir. And also, they give you a little preview of the green screen one as well. It was awful. It like looks it so worse bad. than Photoshop. It looks so bad. Yeah. So my friend, thankfully, Sophia, she sneakily took a phone, photo on oh. my phone. And then I tweeted it. And three beautiful people tweeted back amazingly Photoshop versions yeah, of it. So I was like, go. yes. That's how you do it. Crowdsource. <laughs> Crowdsource. I know. I should send them all. £10 each. <laughs> so, yeah, this is what we we're talking about before. Stormtroopers commanded by Kylo Ren, Adam Driver raid the village, capture Poe, and kill Santeca and all of the villagers. But Poe's droid BB-8 escapes with the map and encounters a scavenger named Ray. So there's a few things that happen in BB-8. Well, I was going to say BB-8, oh my God. Like, I don't they, know. Ma- uh, they know what they're doing. We say, oh, we say com- this all the time. Completely. And I, the emotions, or the emoting what, yeah. from the droid... Just, How are they God. so good at doing it? Because the, they little head tilts. Because it's a fucking puppy. It is, it a, is puppy. a puppy. That's what they do. I get. And they just. The funniest mm-hmm. one is coming mm-hmm. up. Fuck it. I'll just go now. Who gives a shit? Is when they're on the ship and Ray's trying to fix that thing, and Finn is just, hey, help me out, help me out, and it, and it just looks back and forth. He's like, come yeah. on, come on, and he says it. Oh, it's on there. Yeah, and it gives the thumbs up. Yeah. And the lighter. Oh my God. I fuck. I fucking lost it at that because he's like so happy to help out he's I know. like, yeah, he's like i'm having my new friend my new friend but bb yeah the little th- the little bb at thumbs up 
pilled oh, me inside. God. But just yeah. the looking back and forth of just who confused, ooh, confused. Ooh, like who who do I do I believe him? Do I do it? Oh my god, BB eight. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's an I've I want one in my house. So they've done a great job. But there's a few things in here that became kind of iconic where we see FN2187, who we later learn to be Finn, uh, gets marked with this bloody handprint. And he this is kind of cool. I don't, I don't think we ever really see a stormtrooper in this way, where this is the first time he's been sent into battle. And he kind of, I don't know, has like some kind of panic attack where he doesn't want to shoot anyone, doesn't want to get involved, and realizes that this is not the life for him. The life that he's been brought up, trained in, is he's realizing how awful it is and doesn't want to take part in it. So he doesn't shoot anyone. I think Kylo Ren kind of catches on because he mentions it a little bit later. Um, but yeah, it's just the red bloody handprint on his helmet so that we can identify him later, really. Yeah. I yeah, saw so much why. artwork of that. It looks so cool. Yeah, and it's it, Stormtroopers bleed. Like, whoa. Yeah, they yeah they're actually just people. I yeah. was like, whoa. And that's what I'm saying. They got all that fucking grittiness, everything going on in here. And it's just like, oh, man, this this ain't your grandma, Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, no, they just dropped that other thing in there. Yeah, so then we get the line from Santeca, you cannot deny the truth that is your family. And he instantly oh. gets chopped in half. <laughs> Whilst Kylo Ren is also one of my favorite things he does force holding one of the blaster bolts mid-air whilst he's doing this whole conversation. It yeah. just looks awesome. And you can even see when Poe walks past, he's like looking at it like, what the fuck? I think they actually put this into the latest uh, Jedi Survivor. Did they? That's I so I, cool. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't played it yet. But I heard like a month ago or so before that you would be able to do this. Unreal. Yeah. It just looks cool. It's really strange. Something I haven't seen before. Um, but yeah, then he orders Brienne of Tarth and all of the stormtroopers to kill all of the villagers. It's a massacre. Um, but our Mark Trooper doesn't do anything and BB-8 gets away. I do remember Captain Phasma. Yeah. She does not do a goddamn thing in anything in this trilogy, does she? No. I, well, she does a few. Does she do something she gets in into Rise a big, of Skywalker? A big battle, I think. She oh, gets in... into a big, you know, final boss kind of thing. In Rise of Skywalker? Maybe because I don't remember again. But don't, I, think I, I don't remember Last Jedi anything of of note. Like no, like, no. Like in this movie, she's just kind of because I was thinking like, okay, it's fucking tall last stormtrooper. Okay, a woman. All right, this could be gonna be interesting. She got a little soldier sash, you know. Mm -hmm. Is she like the Himmler? She's like the head of the SS or like the Waffen SS or some shit in there. And yeah, just a big nothing. I'm pretty sure in the end it's. Her versus Finn. I think Finn might uh, okay. take her right in the end. I but can't she, remember. She's not around enough for it to fucking matter. Yeah. And, I was, and that is my biggest beef, though, about this movie. Is by the end, I would say we only really feel, to me, it's the previous characters that we know, Han Solo and all them. But for the new characters, it's Rey and it's Finn. And yeah. then, like, Poe just isn't around enough. No, like, like he, he's cool, but we never cool, we don't spend here. enough time with him. He's barely there with Finn. Their little bromance is fucking awesome. They were together yeah. on screen for what, like four minutes, maybe? Hardly anything. Barely, yeah. and it was so good. And then they split up. And then they come back and, oh, they're back together. Yeah. And then they instantly go on different ways. And it's like, fuck. Yeah. I, I know. want more of them together. But I, that's the thing I'll say is, for whatever reason, I don't know why, 
but it was really only those two characters, new characters that I really f- kind of felt with. With with it's weird watching this knowing what Kylo Ren becomes that he does kind of flip and he ends up killing yeah. Snoke in the second. I guess we should have said the spoilers for the rest of the movie, the other <laughs> movies, but too late now. With that coming, so it's kind of hard to go back. I remember though, I just when I saw Kylo Ren and when I heard him, I'm like, oh yeah, this is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And then it was Adam Driver, and I was like, oh, never mind. But then he's like, he's him. fucking emo. We said that earlier. He starts tearing shit up. He is like Anakin. He's just not like Vader. Yeah. But I think that's the point. No. Yeah. I, I think that yeah. was a good little, from just re- going through the prequels. Yeah. It's very clear he's a more moody mm-hmm. Anakin because there's no one to check him. There's not an Obi-Wan to check him. Yes. And I love it in, in the later part of the film where Han Solo calls him out and just goes, take off that helmet. You don't need it. You know, like Vader needed his helmet. You don't need that. You're just, you know, just wearing it to show off or whatever. <laughs> oh, God, that, that broke me. Okay, anyway, we meet Ray, Daisy Ridley, lovely, lovely woman. And she's a scavenger and she's finding and selling scraps for portions of food. And I love that when she like puts, mixes it in with water and then suddenly it's a little loaf of bread. That was I saw cool. that, that that it was an actual thing. That wasn't like CGI. Really? That was whatever they did. I don't know if it was edible or not, whatever it was. But yeah. no, it said whatever it was. That was a practical thing. It looked really cool. And I love that she sat at the foot of an old ATAT for her dinner. Yeah, the old And at, she doesn't at, even oh. don't think she even realizes what she's sitting what scrap she's sitting beside and how iconic it is. She's just sat propped up having her bread. Um and then she ends up meeting Bibia, who she helps out of a fishing net that some guy has caught him in. Is she Bibia got, a he? I don't know. Like a little kid with that little helmet on, like yeah. too big for her. and I, I did see where I think she's supposed to be nineteen. Yeah. Daisy Ridley was 21, though, when this came out. Right. So she would have been like 19 when it probably filmed, assuming yeah. it was a couple of years earlier. And yeah, she just she just steals BBA from this poor Tito. This guy's <laughs> just going out there. It's his shit. And she's like, no, give me that. So what the fuck? Y'all are all scavengers. You're just stealing this shit. That's a good point. Yeah, she does. Just <laughs> yeah, what the completely, fuck? Completely. Yeah, maybe she hears because she can understand what BBA is saying. So. Maybe she just feels a bit yeah. more how, sympathy how she, towards him. How, how, how does she understand all these droids and understands Wookiees? She understands how, she, everyone. I don't Mary get it. Sue. Ma- no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Mary Sue. No, I just that I kind of remembered when that came out. Uh, that yeah, and she does do a lot of stuff. She knows a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like I think she understood Chewbacca, and that's the one that I'm thinking. She like, does. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that was the one that I'm like, do you understand Wookiee? (laughs) But here's the thing. It's a trading place. Maybe whatever, whatever. I don't give a shit that much, but she does uh, understand a lot. Uh, The alien giving out portions. Did you see who voiced this character? No. Simon Pegg. No way. John of the dead. It's Simon Pegg. Oh, what a guy. What a guy. Yeah. I think a lot of people wanted to get in on this movie, right? Isn't Daniel Craig one of the stormtroopers? He, he's the one who lets her out that she does the uh, mind trick on. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, that's him. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. So the one thing um, I have here also is um, when she goes to sell him. Mm. Uh, yeah. When she goes right there, you have another the 60 portions. And she goes to sell him and BB-8 looks up like a pup, just looks up like, like a pup. I'm telling you. The like just sad C- droid noises. CGI a puppy over BB-8 and it's exactly what it is. Because the it's sad the droid. Movie. <laughs> yes, but she looks down and like, he's looking up and I can just see the big non-eyes that it has. I'm like, oh my God, I'm such a sucker for these stupid fucking droids. It's so annoying that except every time the, it gets me. Except C-3PO. I want to beat him to death. Do you know why that is though? Because he can him. speak. 
He's just <laughs> annoying and he's too British. He's too proper. <laughs> anyway, human cyborg relations. Hey, Hans. And he comes up and he interrupts Han and Leia's uh like big reunion. Their big reunion. He sticks his dumb fucking head in there. I will say though, I I, I did kind of laugh at the Oh, I did. Kind of laughed at the red arm and like him being Why like, does oh, he have a red arm? Probably some animated show that we haven't watched. Or That's a book. Right. It's probably something in there. I don't know, maybe. But BB-8, yeah. goddamn puppy. I'm I'm happy that she refused to sell him. Because I think, imagine if she just sold him. End of the film. <laughs> 60 portions, though. I know. She would have ate good that night. The whole thing? Yeah. <laughs> she just eats it all. So back with Kylo, he is torturing poor Poe using the force and learns of BB-8 and he assigns the task of finding BB-8 to General Hooks, who's played by Domhnall Gleeson. Gleeson. Dom Al- this is Brendan Gleeson's son, right? I don't know if it's son. It could possibly be. Pretty sure it is. And as I talk, right, oh, it has to be him. Look at him. He's, he's it a- is, yeah. It They're is, yeah. spitting dubs of each other. He's a ginger. Yeah, ginger Irish Irish? guy, they're probably related. Yeah. Wait, they're Irish? I couldn't tell. (laughs) Dublin. Have you seen that latest movie Brenda Gleeson's in? The, um, shit, just got nominated for all those awards. Yeah. It does look sad and it looks long, so I haven't watched it. My mom, though, is like begging me to watch it. She was in love with it. And I'm like, maybe you should then. I go, it's too depressing. I don't want to watch no depressing shit. You have to watch Star Wars afterwards. Which one? That might be more depressing. Yeah. Clones. No. no. I was going to make a meme of that. Have you seen that Yoda meme about the olive? Which one? No. So fucking funny, but it's so fucking dumb. It shows Yoda like as he's dying in Empire Strikes Back. And it says me standing in front of my refrigerator at 217, eating 30, eating 67 olives or something like that. And then the what? bottom picture is like this old like Yoda walking back. And it says me at three, whatever, going back for more olive. And I was going to do that, but change the thing to me having watched all the prequels. And then at the bottom being me about to go watch the prequels again. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to watch the prequels again, but I'm just like, no, it's going to kill me. (laughs) I don't know that one. I'll have to have a look at it. Uh, So this is where we see uh, Stormtrooper FN2187. What is the word I'm looking for? Thin? No, I'm thinking of a word where you like abandon uh, desserts. desserts. Desserts, yes. So yeah. he's disillusioned with the First Order and he decides he's going to desert and he saves Poe and they escape in a stolen TIE fighter. And yeah, immediately I love their relationship. I love Poe. He's so positive and he's so excited. He's just so happy to get out of there. Yeah, he's like, come on, we can do this. And he's like trying to like just... You know, he learns that he doesn't have a name and he's like, we're not calling you FN2187, I'll call you Finn. And I just love them together and they manage to escape on a TIE fighter. A lot and... of a lot of Luke Han from A New Hope right here where he's in the oh, back yeah. shooting and he's so happy mm-hmm. to get someone. All right, kid, don't get cocky. And it's kind of yeah. in that same way where he's learning to do this. And yeah, they just do. They bro down immediately. Yeah. And... That's another thing, too, of why I think this works. And I'm sure the other ones worked as well, is they they everybody was well cast and yes. everybody's having fun. They're all in it. But those, these two together are great. And then Daisy Ridley and John Boyega together are great. And 
Harrison Ford actually looks like he gives a shit because he's so happy yes. he's going to be dead by the end of the movie and he'll never <laughs> do one of these dumb fucking movies again. But then them playing off, I don't know, everything worked in that sense. And also, I had it down for whenever we get there, but I'll just say it now. The first, like, 55 minutes, by the time they get to whatever that planet is with Maz Katana or yeah. Maz, whatever name is, that it is a brisk 55. It is going, 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 going. And, like, this is part of it here where they just – they knocked it out of the park to me the first hour of this movie. Yeah, even this escape scene, it's so quickly. Like, there's no dragged out bits. Like, he finds Poe, they make their plan, and then they're out of there. Yeah, the only <laughs> he thing – shoots the place up, which is so good. You know, see, when it's st stuck on the tether, shoots everything up, and then they leave. And, see, this is kind of the thing because I wanted to make this up, and I wanted to hear from you and hear from other people as well. And – when people talk about, oh, that what can be cut out of a movie, you can always cut stuff out of a movie. But it's just, does it add anything or does it not or is it interesting? That right there, when they're stuck to the tether, has no fucking bearing on anything. You can cut it out and you yeah, can you save a few minutes. But like you said there, it's fucking cool. Yeah. That you get to hear this TIE fighter inside. They blow shit up and then mm -hmm. they get away. Like, that's cool. When we get a little bit later uh, to those fucking monsters – on the uh, ship, that part right there to me, completely meaningless, completely does not need to be in the movie at all. Unless there's some relevance to something we haven't watched, like these two gangs. But that there's not because yeah. we don't care about before. We only care about this movie. And we know they're wanted. You can say they're wanted in another way, you mm -hmm. know, to do it. But I remember when I saw it in theaters and especially when I saw it now, I was like, this is a really fucking weird thing. And I honestly thought, is this J.J. Abrams' way of sneaking in, hey, I can do horror. Hey, I can do thriller. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Like That's the only thing I think because it's so out of place. Yeah. It's a horror show. And again, it's cool and all, but it means it means nothing. Like We know they're wanted, and you can show they're wanted when they get to Maz Katana's place, when the people are like, mm -hmm. hey, they're here, da-da-da-da-da. So I don't know. I, I want to know what people think about that, if that is something, if it's one of those things that you could just completely cut out. Because, like I said, I love old classic cinema old movies you cannot watch a movie from the 1970s that didn't need 40 minutes cut out of it mm -hmm. like they editors were not invented yet in the 1970s yeah. for movies. especially martin scorsese amazing director still doesn't know what an editor is he just fucking puts mm -hmm. in everything everything so I get, goes in. yeah but i just want to hear what people think about in that sense of was that needed for something because i could not think of any reason no i i remember that part of the film sticking out to me quite a lot because you don't see loads of monsters in this film that are like just a scary monster you know we oh, see yeah. lots of different species of things but there's nothing that's you know a threat maybe really. that was it maybe they said maybe hey they it's, needed, it's star wars we need to have need fucking a scary monster scary monster on the loose it shows ray's resourcefulness and how she sh saves finn but we yeah. see that time we see that a dozen other times throughout the movie yeah we do see it a lot a lot <laughs> which is so funny to me well we just we can skip that scene when we get to yeah. <laughs> we just we just did it <laughs> but it's kind of tries to establish the relationship between kylo and hux here as well because uh, before this i thought kylo was in charge but it becomes very apparent that hux is not taking any shit from kylo and they bicker back and forth over the orders from this leader snoke who we have yet to meet yeah, this seems very almost not on the same level Grand Moff Tarkin kind of thing, where mm -hmm. in A New Hope, Tarkin outranked Vader. He's telling Vader what to do. Yeah. And this sense right here, he's also very young. 
like Dom Hall Gleason looks very young. Like I don't know, maybe yeah. he's 30 or something like that or whatever it is. And so for him not to take that shit, I think it also, like you said, goes to show that Kylo Ren just isn't that fucking respected that he's no. has a chip on his shoulder, that he's this fucking whiny baby. And even though mm-hmm. he can fucking do all that shit, that this yeah. dude still comes in there and just being like, yeah, this motherfucker over here. Oh, I know he's your apprentice, but still, yeah. what the fuck's <laughs> this guy doing over here? I I like as well that we hear, well, it's very, very um, short scene, but you hear Kylo talking about how he feels a pull to the light side. And I don't think, well, not that I can remember from the films that I've watched recently, you don't ever hear people from the Sith or like the dark side talking about feeling pulled to the light. I mean, oh, I think yeah. you do in the original three, but it was just weird to me that like, it was, it was weird because I'm so used to Anakin at the moment being like tortured with being pulled to the dark side. And I just seeing the complete opposite where he's like, I want to be dark. I want to be dark. I want to be like Vader. Everyone, I'm just so good. <laughs> yeah. Everyone who's on the dark side, they're like, now nah, we're ready. Just black souls as it mm-hmm. is. Like, yeah. But he's like, I, I don't want to be good. I know I what I have to mom. do. I guess I have to kill my fucking dad. Oh, finally go over. It's so shit. But as Poe and Finn head to Jakku to retrieve BB-8 on their TIE fighter, a First Order Star Destroyer shoots them and they crash land. Finn survives and finds only Poe's jacket in the wreck, leading to the assumption of his death. The getaway was really cool, like we mentioned. Oh, so cool. Um, we didn't see the crash, though. They just they get shot down and then Finn wakes up. On. Yeah. And I, I thought Poe was dead. It fooled me. Did it? No. Because <laughs> I'm not fucking four years old. <laughs> Imagine that was his death. Now that I would respect. If he's yeah. just gone, you're like, oh, you never shit. see him again. If he died, they're like, yeah, we, we we told you he died. Oh, shit. Okay, wow. But he is gone for long enough in the movie that it could be kind of surprising when you see him again on that attack. Purely because you've just forgotten about yeah, him at that point. Yeah, you just forgot he existed. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Well, you think he's dead? No, no, no. I just forgot about him as a character because he was gone for 45 minutes. <laughs> so Finn takes a jacket and has to get rid of his stormtrooper gear because it's fucking hot on this <laughs> desert planet and he's making his way trying to find a town of some sort and he gets this town he's trying to find water and he's drinking water from this like a watering hole with this yes. big horrible creature and then he sees Ray and BB-8 getting into some kind of trouble runs over to try and save the day and sees that Ray can very much take care of herself and then sees that she has the droid that Poe had previously described to him. That is funny. A couple times when he gets knocked down and she comes over to him, he's like, are you okay? She's like, she's, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love that little twist of it, of just the guy being like, yeah. oh, are you okay over there? She's like, motherfucker, you were knocked out. You're knocked are, on are, the floor. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I love that he keeps holding her hand to run and she's like, get off yeah, yeah. me. <laughs> and also when the when he sees her, he's like, oh, wow, that, that's the droid. And then and Ray looks at him. He's like, oh, shit. And she comes he's after like, him. He's like, oh, fuck. Like she just beat the <laughs> shit out of these three guys. I'm, I'm going to take he off. He turns around and takes off. So BB-8 had said to Ray that Finn must have stolen the jacket from Poe. So they chase him down and... Finn tells them Poe didn't make it. And we get this sad BB-8. Uh, he just lowers his, lowers his head and just slowly Ooh. goes away. God damn it, droids. 
I know. Stop so... making the droids sentient creatures. We don't want them to be sad. They should not be sad. Well, they can be. But the thing is, like, R2, R2-D2, he goes, like, he mm-hmm. does this noise and tilts, but he doesn't have, like, a head. Yeah. And, like, with BB-8 having what, I guess you could call that a head, it can yeah. look up, it can, uh, like, lower yeah. the head and, like, sulk away. Uh, I was laughing my ass off, though, that BB-8 zapping him. Oh, like, she's, so like, hit, she's hitting him on the ground. He comes over, like, yeah, zip, zap. He's like, hey. <laughs> He's, like, jumping. They got him like, good. Like, his little thing of jumping him, yeah. So Ray then assumes that Finn is with the resistance and seeing how impressed she is, Finn just goes, yes, I am yeah, with the resistance. Yeah, I'm with the resistance. Totally with the resistance. With, she totally also has resistance. a, she gets turned on. She got a very horny look. Yeah, she's just, like, she's like, whoa. Oh, you're with the you're resistance. With the resistance. Okay. I've never met anybody from the, he's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm there. <clears throat> yeah. Also, John Boyega, British, English. Yes. And he's very English. Very American here. I yeah, like he it. does it great. Yeah. And I I think I I'm, I'm just don't know if I've told you this before if I said it on on a previous podcast but he was on the Graham Norton show talking about this film. It was him, Daisy Ridley and Mark Hamill. And he's like you said very English, very London. <laughs> and um they were talking about when he got cast and like when they were deciding the accents. And it was just, just the way he tells the story is so funny. It's like, we decided to be American because like, I couldn't be like, oh, I'm a stormtrooper. <laughs> it just doesn't <laughs> I'm sound a stormtrooper. Right. I'm a stormtrooper, mate. <laughs> Which is funny because now that I think of it, I think all the stormtroopers have been like American. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I, I think they're When I hear back, yeah. So that would make sense. Uh, the <laughs> stormtrooper. No, stormtrooper. <laughs> I'm going to have to find that and link it somewhere because it's, so <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. Um, but eventually the First Order tracks them down and launches an airstrike on the town and Ray, Finn and bb steal this random old garbage pile of a ship to escape Jakku. And I love this moment where they're running towards what is essentially a, I think it was a sand, it wasn't a ship, it was like a, an essentially a car. A land whatever. speeder kind of thing. A land yeah. speeder, that's right, yes. And they're like, yeah, we'll get that one. And then it gets blown up. The garbage one will do, and then they turn and somebody can fuck And they play and they the, the music. music. I think Amazing. I think that got me. I don't think I. Knew. I got, got me. Yeah, oh. I I don't think I knew because, like I said, I it's I don't fully remember. I just know that Han Solo was killed. I don't remember anything else, and so I remember thinking, like as I was watching it, that they didn't show it. You know what about that one? Oh, that's just junk. And like yeah. in the split second, I was like, well, that's kind of weird they didn't show it. But then I, I didn't think like, oh, I couldn't pause the movie, you know? Yeah. And then when I saw it, I was like, oh, okay. It was when she said, oh, that one's garbage. And then I was like, oh, that one's garbage. Okay. Yeah. And then she turns and it's there. And, and it's obviously Ray is a very skilled pilot as well. Yeah. Not taking off. <laughs> I haven't heard. She kills about 27 people <laughs> just, tr- yeah. just trying just to take <laughs> off. But she gets it. Flattens she, the tone. She, she becomes an S-tier pilot as soon as she gets it in the air. It just oh took a while. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I did have on here before um, they talk about – I keep want to say John Boyega. <laughs> Finn talks about that BB-8 has a map to Luke Skywalker, and she's like, mm. Luke being a myth. Like, oh, I thought that was a myth. And it's c- kind of parallels like Han having Hocus Pocus and A New Hope. He's like, ah, oh, the Jedi is bullshit. Hey, none oh. of that. Even though, like, Obi-Wan's there and, you know, kind of can do some things. He still doesn't believe it. 
it also fascinated because it's the same thing there where within this is less than a generation. This is 30 years from something happening, from being completely on record from the Republic. The people in charge would have been like, yes, the help of the Jedi, Luke Skywalker, did all of this in 30 years. It becomes a myth. Like, mm-hmm. I know it's on the outreaches of the galaxy. I'm just fascinated. And it's something we can't do. We have, like, one world. Like, we don't have yes, another planet. super connected world. But it's just amazing that this isn't a thousand years. Like, the Sith have been gone a thousand years. Okay, I can believe that. Yeah. This is 30 <laughs> fucking years. Like, yeah. that's 1993. That'd be like me talking about almost like, yeah, the first album of Green Day, 1994. <laughs> Green, they're like, I was ne- never no foot on Green Day album. It's a myth. <laughs> it's like, no, no, it's th- you don't know. It's like, I'm 39. You know, like, <laughs> it's fascinating to me that this shit becomes a total myth in 30 mm-hmm. years. <laughs> I wonder, did they try and keep it all a secret or was it just, is it just lost because of how far away she is from everything? It, yeah, it, maybe. And again, yeah, because they're on this not Tatooine, uh, Jakku or yeah. whatever it is. And then it's, like the first order is out there trying to find Luke Skywalker. They're trying to find this stuff. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be trying to find him. I don't know. It's this is just I don't I don't know. This another little nitpick of yeah. Just like it's a myth. No one believes it. And then Han Solo has they're like, oh, you're the Han Solo. Yeah. To get the so which they've again, heard the stories. They've heard the stories, and he's like, oh, you're the. Which by the way, yes, yes, yes. It is a amazing coincidence that Han Solo just happens to be right there. Yeah. And finds the ship, whatever. I don't care. It makes for a good fucking story. Like, good yeah. stories, coincidences make good stories. That's fine. But yeah, then they're like, oh, you're the Han Solo. And then he just says, yeah, it's true, all of it. I'm like, oh, okay. Then they believe it. Because like, you were there. I remember that being the big the big line from the trailer. It's true, all of it. All of it, Once yeah. the Jedi, yeah. yeah. And that's kind and I, of, I, I do remember that, yeah. Yeah. I just kind of, what I liked about those moments is it kind of felt like they were the audience being like oh that's the han solo luke skywalker like it's just getting excited alongside us to have all these characters back to tell everyone who has like their 10 year old 12 year old kids with them to be like wait is that han solo it's true all of it oh it's him yeah oh but yeah finn and ray's back and forth in this whole scene is so good like i love that she (laughs) <laughs> there's a funny moment where she's down there fixing things and she's asking him to pass her stuff and she's just going no that one no, no that, one, that one the one no, I'm pointing one. at the that one I'm one. pointing at <laughs> it's just so funny they're back and forth and that's where we get our little BB-8 thumbs up as well he, yeah he's trying to convince BB-8 in the middle there he's like dude I'm trying to get laid here come on yeah and yeah <laughs> just God, the, the thumbs up and the thumbs up lighter I'm fucking dead so yeah. just joy and that's the stuff I'm talking about that just puts a smile on your face that's just entertaining yeah it's that just it's, goofy it's goofy it's not a stupid one-liner and th- this is the time to have the one-liner because it's not it's not being serious mm-hmm. but it's just funny in there it pulls it together it makes them all because at this point bbs just like i don't trust this fucking dude i trust mm-hmm. her because she saved me but like i don't know if i trust this guy and then it's like no bb8 wants to be part of the crew too like he's he's like yeah yeah i'm, I'm good we're I'm good helping. yes you like Aww. me i'm helping i know it's awesome he's so so sweet um, but yeah, this whole fight is so cool, and it's one of my favorite moments where she like flips the ship upside down so that Finn can get the last shot because the cannon yeah. stuck in straight is just so so cool. And then she flips it back over and just proves that she's the best pilot ever, as well as the best fighter, and doesn't need no man. Unlike those drunk Tie Fighter pilots <laughs> chasing her, 
<laughs> they, they can't they couldn't hit shit and they're just like ah I just go right into it yeah <laughs> but as we've already spoken about a little bit um the falcon is then discovered and boarded by han solo and chewbacca did this bit get you oh yeah oh in totally got me oh in the theaters i like even now if i even think too much about it just choked up like it's yeah the music seeing him because like i said it wasn't just of the character han solo who we had who i had not seen on screen who mm. last we saw in jedi it was just that he came back that he yeah. famously was never going to come back that hates the fucking character that makes fun of people who ask him about it he doesn't care like the fact that he's back and it's them too and it's the falcon and I, like i said this is what makes me feel like a fucking kid again yeah and, and he says we're me, home too he says we're home and it gets me now talking about it and it's just god damn i i could it wouldn't hit me now watching it again but this of all the star wars movies this may be the one i would want to rewatch the most oh yeah captures, i could watch it again and again it captures that feeling of the original trilogy just competently made <laughs> yeah and it's like really well put together and like well paced and it just it looks isn't, great because it's newer and everything yes, isn't it so and easier like, to watch like what you want and i'm not doing this to cause a story or anything like that i just don't understand pure nostalgia alone how anybody can think any of the prequels are better than this how on oh no i don't and again it's fine to do it and like don't don't convince me you won't be able to outside <laughs> of nostalgic purposes like when you were a kid I just don't see how this was made. There's practical effects everywhere. They talked about how in the guns, they bought up every single like gas powered thing. So whenever they would shoot it, they'd kick to deal yeah. with the lasers. Like everything looks so good. It sounds so good from the lightsabers. Yeah. This the CGI mess of the prequels to the humanity of this one. I just don't understand how anybody with a straight face can say that those prequels, any of those prequels are better than this. No, it's night and day in terms of like what you're actually viewing on the screen. Of an actual, this was an actual movie. Yeah. That, <laughs> that wasn't just a collection of memes put together. Oh my on God. Screen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think immediately also you get like such a cool relationship between Han and Ray. Yeah. And you can tell that he's getting like the child sort of experience that he hasn't been able to have with Ben and he's so impressed by her immediately and she's so excited to help out and it's funny because there's all these warning lights going off and things are going do 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 and she fixes it and she's like I bypassed the compressor and, and she's <laughs> so her smile she's so excited I yeah. bypassed the compressor and he's yeah. just and all right whatever he's like okay <laughs> yeah he's like cool but yeah no that's what i had on her head fuck the unreal coincidence these two are here i like i don't care like just they could have beamed in like it was star trek yeah. i would don't give a fuck <laughs> it's because, the force because they're here yeah and then chewie's manhandling finn I know. <laughs> he's trying hey don't hurt him he's like he's almost killed me six times <laughs> it's so good um, but yeah, we do then get the gangs seeking to settle debt with Han attack them. But with the help of the Rathtars, the group escapes in the Falcon and we get our iconic, I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, I kind of. Well, I, I, my eyes started to roll and then I realized Han Solo said it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, we'll allow it. And I do have the death gang shows up with the most Glaswegian motherfucker I've yeah, ever what heard. The fuck? I Why just, is there Scottish people talking oh, about the galaxy? Just, and as soon as I heard it, I just was like, this dude has to be from Glasgow. And I looked it up and yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. Like, you know mm. that. 
you could that's that's to me one of the most easily identifiable accents is specifically like the glaswegian like part of it and just yeah it was you know just like oh wow this guy's this guy's here okay scotland (laughs) represent here (laughs) Uh uh-huh they get cornered and then these rathars i think ray is meant to shut some doors to trap the gangs but she actually or sorry she accidentally lets out these ravenous monsters let's loose these fucking monsters yeah. that han solo and chewie were taking to a king yeah for i guess whatever to execute reason. people oh yeah maybe Oof. but that's all we have well we talked about that scene earlier there's yeah, not just, much point to it she no. gets to save finn she gets to say she Finn. doesn't. She doesn't own up to it either. He goes, "Oh, it had me, but the door closed." She goes, "Oh, that was lucky." Oh, that was lucky. Let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then yeah, these. It, I don't know that. And again, I th- do think maybe this is one of those that famously, and I could not believe it when I heard this that these movies were not all planned in advance. That blew my fucking mind. I cannot believe that was ever the thing. Well, like the second and third wasn't yeah, planned. Yeah, that's before. why they're so okay. disjointed because yeah. everything set up in this movie. Ryan Johnson was like, "Nah, what if we do this? This yeah. is cooler." And then the response from that, whatever you want to call it, was then giving it back to J.J. Abrams after they fired Colin Trevorrow. And then, J- and then J.J. Abrams gonna be like, "Well, no, how about all that stuff in the Last Jedi? How about no?" And we do this, and it's just holy shit! I cannot believe how incompetently these movies were put together. Yeah. This one was great. Lead off. And then say what you will about The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi it didn't work largely because it was then undercut by Rise of Skywalker. But it also right. kind of undercut this movie. So it was just a mess. The la- Wait, what is the second one? The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. Yeah. No, yeah, this is The yeah. Force Awakens, The Last Jedi. I'm trying to, Rise I might have to Skywalker. watch it because I really cannot remember the, the, the second and the third. I just it's such rem- a shame, isn't it? Because you think... Yeah. We've got this big, big opportunity here. The first ones went so fucking well. Mm-hmm. Why did they? Why did people do this? <laughs> it's I, so frustrating. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, we again. We'll, we're not gonna do the Last Jedi on here anytime yeah. soon because we're gonna move on to Transformers. Oh my next. god! Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna get a little heavy with it now. We got the lighthearted Star Wars. Now we're going to Transformers. Yeah, we're going little to bit, serious. A little bit more serious here. Okay, <laughs> we're returning to planet Earth, you nerds, to talk about cars and apparently dinosaurs and beasts coming out. Maybe we should do Fast and Furious. <laughs> That's realistic, right? <laughs> Fast Five, I will maintain, is an excellent movie. Not a I've great. I've never seen any oh, of them, dude. I was working in a theater when the first one came out and was going to street races in Dallas. Oh, really? When that movie came out. Yeah. <laughs> Northwest Highway. Hey, you'll be there in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. They just blocked off the fucking street. Three cars come up, race, race. Eventually, police break it up and then you move on to the next one over and over. Oh. And eventually, they, it was unbelievable, especially because we're like seniors in high school. Then eventually, yeah. someone got shot up at a gas station and then they fucking police on mass close that shit down. God damn it. It was fucking awesome, though. That does sound cool. That sounds like the perfect... That's what you do in like your last years of school. Just go and hang out and drive around. You can't go to the bar, so... No. You gotta it go was... hang around in cars. Yeah, and this would have been... Fuck, this was right before 9-11, too. Because this would have been the summer of 01. And oh, so shit. We, we would have done that. We did that in the summer, uh, and then right into when school started. And then 9-11 happened. It was like, nope, no more street races. Thanks no a lot, Bin Laden. Anything. 
Where did we get to? The first uh, orders Starkiller Star yeah. base, which is a planet that has been converted into a very Death Star-like super weapon, but only better. Supreme Leader Snoke approves General Hux's request to use the weapon for the first time on the New Republic. Snoke also questions Kylo's ability to deal with the emotions surrounding his father, Han Solo, whom Kylo states means nothing to him. So Supreme Leader is, like, huge. Like, this dude's... Like a- I, like oh, a hologram looking I know, person. That's, that's kind of the thing. It's a hologram. But I remember watching it being like, God, this dude's like a fucking mountain up here. And now he just more closely resembles King Charles, as we saw from those <laughs> memes uh, that we see him in there. Uh, the thing about I have this is it's very, very, very clunky exposition. In the hands of your father, Han Solo. In case you didn't notice anybody out there, in case you didn't, or we have to spell it out. Hey, Kylo Ren, in case you didn't know, your dad is Han Solo. You know, yeah. <laughs> nobody talks like that. And then even even you, master of the Knights of Rent, who the fuck, who, who talk, no one talks like that fucking Snoke. Yeah. It's like he, they've just met. <laughs> it was like, fuck, we need to mention these. And then you don't need to mention the Knights of Rent. They're not in this fucking movie. Well, yeah, okay, that didn't... We, no, wait, hold up. We do see them in Ray's little, but they're not ever said oh. like that's them. Like, I think that mm. that's them in the little vision she has. I think so. But they don't come into it. I don't think they come into it until Skywalker, right? Rise of Skywalker? Isn't that what we killed I don't them all? even remember. I think I heard or something about that. Because I remember thinking, too, when they said that, I'm like, oh, this is fucking awesome. This is a Sith Lord with his own little fucking honor guard, like bodyguards, a bunch of fucking badasses. They're not in this movie, and I don't think they were in The Last Jedi. I can't even remember what they look like. I don't know. Wearing black. Probably. Blick. I don't know, but another thing there that I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, but it never kind of comes to fruition. But yeah, we don't we don't see much more of them for now, and we head back to the Falcon, where Han determines that BB-8's map is incomplete, and he then explains that Luke attempted to rebuild the Jedi Order, but exiled himself, Yoda, when an yeah. apprentice turned to the dark side, destroyed Luke's temple, and slaughtered the other apprentices. The Jedi suck. Luke Skywalker <laughs> decided, you know what? I'm going to give a lot of power to these people. I'm going to train my best friend and my twin sister's kid. That kid <laughs> turns into a monster, kills all these people. And what do you do? You fucking bounce. You leave you in shame. Luke Skywalker, you big pussy. Like, how about you write your wrong that you did and you go stop that guy and you yeah. stop at nothing to do it? You don't go to a fucking island. While they tear the rest of the fucking galaxy apart. How many people are fucking dying for these people searching for Luke Skywalker? Well, he goes and chills on this, what I assume is a Northern Irish or Scottish island. It's <laughs> in Ireland, yeah. It's in Ireland? Okay, there you go. I just assumed. Yeah. It's too green to be Iceland. There's no black sands. Yeah. <laughs> but my, I'm joking about no, I'm being serious. Like, you made a huge fucking mistake here, Luke. You restarted yeah. the Jedi Order. You fucked it up. You created a monster, at which point... You just run. He's just so ashamed that he's just like bounced and left. He and just lit. fucking bounces and leaves just like fucking Yoda. Fuck the Jedi Order. I'm telling you. They're, Maybe they're, it's a... The new movies are going to be, I think, Ray restarting it. Like again. Her, yeah. Her restarting Let's try it. again. All right. How are you going to fuck this up? Who am I rooting which, for now? <laughs> which one is going to turn and do more slaughtering of young children? Yeah, is like Poe going to have a kid or fit or some shit? <laughs> We do see a little bit of that in her vision, I think, as well. 
Yeah, there was and another thing you that could happens hear Obi Wan's voice. Yeah, I didn't know that until I, didn't I watched either. it with the, the subtitles. subtitles. I had no idea. Never heard that before. Seriously, if you learn anything from listening to this podcast, it's put the subtitles on and see what you're missing. Because it's Obi Wan, you and McGregor's voice coming through there, really fucking. That was really weird. Yeah, really weird. But yeah, I have Ray. Ray finds a magic box with a lightsaber and visions inside. <laughs> like, <laughs> just Luke Skywalker, uh, Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber, just chilling in this fucking just treasure treasure box. You'd see in fucking Elden Ring or something. And it calls to her. Yeah, this is when we get to the planet Toko Takodana and meet with a cantina owner, Maz. Kanata. I think I called her Katana. Yeah. Maybe she's Kanata. related to Bo Katana. Bo Katana Mask Kanata. <laughs> okay. And she offers uh, help with getting BB-8 to the resistance. She tells Han, you better go home. And he says, nah, Leia doesn't want to see me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, nah, I've been sleeping on the couch for 30 yeah, fucking years. Yeah, I'm in years. the doghouse. <laughs> I kind of raised our son who's a monster. <laughs> And this is also the moment where Finn confesses to Ray that he's actually an ex-stormtrooper and he needs to get as far away as possible. It's been quite interesting throughout the film. Anytime somebody mentions the First Order or um, Kylo Ren, Finn has been very openly, like, absolutely not. You don't fight with them. They're going to slaughter you. I can't be anywhere near them. Because he obviously knows he's a traitor and what they will do to him if they find him personally. And also he's seen what they've done to other small villages of people as well. And he's like, no, we don't fuck with these people. We just fucking leave and get as far away as possible. He tries yeah. to convince Ray to come with him, but she says, no, we've got to go finish this thing. But he leaves. Yeah, he's taking the Jedi route right here, which is just fucking yeah. leaving. Screw <laughs> I'm everybody. Exile myself. Screw everybody else. Yeah. Save yourselves. <laughs> Save yourselves. So he, yeah, so he actually leaves, and Ray is like vis visibly upset by this. But she wants to continue with the mission to getting BB it to. The Resistance. La Resistance. It, La Resistance. Have you seen the South Park uh, movie? La Resistance. Yes, I have. Oh yes. my god, that song is so fucking good. What's the next word? Is it not lives on or something? La Resistance lives on. Yeah, and they the the one at the end where they remix it with the Blame Canada and everything. Like I'm not oh. joking. That's a that's a damn good song. That whole that film's like a musical, and they won actual awards for. <laughs> I don't. I think they got nominated, but I don't think they won the Oscar oh, for song. Die. I don't think they did because that's where they went. One of them, on I think, acid, was, right? They were on acid, and one of them was dressed in it, like, like in a dress, in the Jennifer Lopez dress that was like completely yes, open. That's right. I think but, they both wore dresses and went on okay. acid. Oh, they were and definitely they, on acid. Yeah, they said something like. I remember they did an interview about it, like post the whole event, and they're like, "We're going to wear dresses, but we're not going to say anything about it." That's the yeah, bit. We're gonna wear would, dresses, yep. but we're not gonna answer Don't questions. We're not it. gonna bring. We're not gonna acknowledge it or bring it up. We're just gonna go. <laughs> and I think it was. I think it was Robin Williams who sang "Blame Canada." Really? Like on stage? Yeah, pretty Blame sure Canada. that was it. Yeah. Awesome film. I might. I would love to rewatch that actually because it, it is so funny. It, again, it's not just South Park. It's South Park in '99. Yes, there's problematic things like so 100%, problematic. A hundred percent, but. The songs are amazing. What would Brian Boitano do? Fucking yeah. awesome. And Kyle's mom's a big fat bitch. God, that. Yeah, I don't know. I will always, <laughs> I will always grandfather claws in early South Park because oh. I, I was 15 years old. 15 year old white kid from the suburbs. Come on. We found it so funny when I was a of young teenager as well. Like, cause, especially because it was like, it was an 18 and we weren't supposed to be watching it. 
Okay, you want to show want me to date myself here? I I was banned from watching it, obviously. Um, I don't even mm -hmm. know if we had Comedy Central, which it was on. I had to get VHS tapes, video yeah. cassettes from school and put it in my VHS portable, like VHS 12-inch TV and like watch that huddled That's in like so a corner funny. so yeah. my parents couldn't see it. But VHS <laughs> bootleg tapes of South Park in 1998. Oh. Came out in 97. It was like 97, 98 of watching that shit. It's so bad. But some of the songs just slap. Like there's that one about Kyle's mom. And it's just so funny. Kyle's when mom should be And he goes, oh. don't sing it. Don't it's, sing it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> God damn it, Carmen. I'm telling you. All right, all right. Man, I'm just getting so tired of his wet. And then just go, yeah. <laughs> no, it's that that might be something to revisit uh, sometime. It'd be funny. If they ever put out another one. The games are really good, too. Uh, the first one. The, the Stick of Truth is really good. The second one. The, oh, I heard about that. The Fractured Butthole. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like as much because that was about superheroes, where Stick of Truth was like Lord of the Rings fantasy stuff. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I haven't watched it in a long time. I know it's still going, but it's, still it's just one of those things. Where... 26 years. Man, they haven't lost any ideas yet. Oh, they have. They just get too much money to not do it. True, true. <laughs> too much. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Visions. Excuse me. Visions, yes. So this Lies. is where the Deception. Force is drawing Rey to this secluded vault where she finds Luke's lightsaber and she experiences these disturbing visions. And yeah, we hear Obi-Wan, we see Kylo Ren, we see R2, and we see this mysterious metal hand hitting R2. It's all very scary and not very pleasant. And you can see Ray is deeply disturbed by it. Maz offers for her to keep the lightsaber. Or Ray says, I want nothing to do with this. I need to get home back to Jakku. Because I didn't mention this earlier. Ray believes that her family is coming back for her. And that that two things got me. One is little Ray getting oh, grabbed. And she's wearing yeah. like the same outfit. She's got her hair the same. It's the same and it's the same outfit. Like, she, yeah. really, she just keep that. But she's like, yeah. I was like, okay, that kind of got me. So and, sad. And then when she's like, I have to get back to Jakku and Maz is just like, look, we both know, like, whoever you're waiting on isn't coming back. And then yeah. Daisy Ridley starts crying. Oh, that got me. That yeah, got that me. was sad. But then she kind of she turns it around, Maz. She goes, the belonging that you're seeking is not behind you. It's ahead. Yeah. So stop looking back. That's good. Yeah. Don't go to Jakku. Move forward. You've met these new people. Han Solo offers her a job in his roundabout way. And it's yeah. her new found family. That's what we love here. We love found family. And she's found this new group of people. And they are building a little team up together. But that this was something, when... yeah, but that's something in general. Oh, shit. That's something in general that I think is just good advice is, and it's something, I don't know if I heard this or if I made it up or whatever it came from, but like, you can't, you're never going to wake up yesterday. Yeah. So like, stop chasing stuff in the past. Stop trying to get something in there. And it's like, look forward no matter what, you know, stop chasing ghosts, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. But when I literally thought of it, it's like, yeah, no matter what it is, you're never going to wake up yesterday. Like you have to go forward. Like that super helped me. And so I like that there that the belonging you seek is behind you. It's ahead. Yeah. I really like that line as well. That was one that I made sure to write down because it stuck with me a little bit as well. Um, 
this is where, we, oh yeah, we see Kylo Ren feeling the pull to the light and he's speaking to his grandfather's crusty old helmet, yes. which he has, has Vader's helmet. helmet. We get Somehow a little, that got little... off the Death Star that got blown up. Someone took it, I guess. <laughs> they, they got a hold of that just for so, Kylo Ren. Someone just running through was like, oh shit, that's a good souvenir if I survive this. <laughs> I can sell this for so many just, portions. Just, ooh, yeah. <laughs> How many portions is this? Two. Two. It's Darth Vader's helmet. Two and a quarter. <laughs> Shut up, Simon Pegg. <laughs> As if that's him. That's so wild. Yeah. <laughs> so the Starkiller base is now demonstrating its power by simultaneously destroying the New Republic capital of Hosnian Prime and four of its neighboring planets, leaving the Resistance on their own. This the uh I have all their retinas should be just burnt off. Like they <laughs> are red. Dude, this is taking the power from the sun. Mm-hmm. And this laser looks like it's shooting, I don't know, a thousand feet away. Mm-hmm. Or like right there, maybe a few hundred. I don't know. It looked really close. They're all looking up at it. They're all like staring straight at it, like Trump into the sun with like no <laughs> no fucking glasses on or whatever. They give basically a Nazi salute when he as as fucking Hux is just screaming into oh this. Oh my god! <laughs> they, chunk, they give that Zieg Heil basically. If you want to call it, why am why am I doing it? You know what it is. Good thing we're not a camera podcast. Or I know, good thing yeah. we're not a camera. Is me just sitting here with a fucking Hitler salute going. <laughs> All right, I need to cut that. And also, you get the juiciest of J.J. Abrams lens flare. Is you're on the deck behind Kylo Ren and the lasers kind of shooting and it's just fucking lens flare. Mm-hmm. I love there's a lot of red and blue light used in this film as well. And it's all yeah. always on Kylo Ren's face. It's all red at this moment. Obviously, it's all red from the laser thing, especially in the Han Solo Kylo Ren scene. There's lots of red and blue there, which looks very much on the poster so as well. Oh, the yeah. Poster's very fully. divided by Excuse me, by divided by it, by Oop. Christ on the cross, divided by it. <laughs> what did I say? Bided divide it. Sims. This is not a Sims podcast. Am I a fucking like Star Wars <laughs> fucking alien here or something? Divided by Now we need subtitles. So the first order then attacks Takodana in search of BB-8, and I love this moment. Han, they've all been captured and then they hear the fighter jets coming in, in and Han distance? goes oh, it's the resistance and the X-Wings show up and it's Poe! Yeah, that was the over the water is fucking awesome oh, looking as they so get it. They cool. get information, Poe's back. Uh, I do find it funny before then when Kylo arrives and the stormtrooper comes up and goes they're headed west with a girl like he says yeah. that so like with a girl can you yeah, believe said it? it a few times throughout it, this i don't know if that was purposeful but i just got out of it it was just like hey they're heading Ooh. west <laughs> with a girl can you believe that shit kylo he's like uh-huh. yeah just, they said it at some point on girl. the star killer base as well apparently he's left you know there's a girl there as well and it's like who there's <laughs> <laughs> a girl who yeah he like grabs yeah a girl it's like okay kylo you're a little you're a little emo here. Are you also a little incel in there? He's like, a girl. No. Ew. Ew. Icky, a girl. <laughs> um, Poe. Po. Uh, Finn has his little one-on-one with that one stormtrooper. Yeah. How yeah, does that guy know? a traitor. How does he know that's him? 
They must have, have. I thought that too. I was like, they must remove their helmets at some point. But then earlier in the film, where Brienne of Tarth is like, "Who authorized you to remove your helmet?" So it must only be a thing. Maybe maybe they shower together. I don't know, but like I'm like, was this if if he'd have been like, oh my god, it's my old unit, that would have been kind of cool, to, you yeah. know, to be like, oh shit, like they're gonna know him, but this guy's like traitor. I'm like, is he the only black stormtrooper? Is that how they know? <laughs> like, how does he know that he's the traitor? Like, I get why Kylo does because he had read his mind, like he knew mm-hmm. it was him. He could figure that out when he calls him a traitor. I think at the very end when he kicks his ass. But yeah, this one guy calls it out, and I was just like, oh, I guess he um. He put out an APB on that and had his Yeah, they must have face, done. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. There was also a really cool shot. I know you mentioned the one on the water, but there's a shot of the TIE fighters against the sunset. Looks so fucking awesome. When was that? It's, it's, I think it's in this moment of the Oh, when they come to attack? Fight. Yeah. Okay. And they just look so cool. It looked like something out of Top Gun or like a Michael Bay film. But it's TIE Fighters. Yeah. And this, yeah, I I remember this from the trailer also when they show like the Finn or God damn it, Poe. I keep mixing them up. When they show him or maybe it was his X-Wing coming down from the top and attacking the ground and just being like, okay, God damn, they finally have like the full on technology yeah. and everything. Obviously, they put the money towards it. It looks so fucking good. It sounds so fucking good. One thing also in here is when Han, who Chewie's crossbow bolt thing is a fucking hand cannon that thing is yeah. launching people when it gets hit that was like not the way incendiary arrows that was not the way it was in the original trilogy it was just the regular <laughs> one but this thing's fucking launching dudes back it's blowing people up and it hits the ground yeah is when he saves finn he goes you okay big deal yeah because earlier <laughs> he goes i'm kind of a big deal with the resistance so you need to keep an oh, eye on me you need to protect me he's... okay yeah that's, that's what he calls it... him big okay deal. perfect i'm glad you said that then i love that line even more now yeah that he's just his, his perfect condescending like han likes he's like you okay big deal i'm like i'm gonna start calling people big deal yeah but now it was to like make fun of him which i like even better yeah that was funny i, I don't okay. know if he was just because at this point he hadn't outed himself as a trooper he was still pretending he was with the resistance but he just wanted to know if there was going to be any first order people at maz's place he goes i'm I'm a big deal with the resistance so you just need to, to let me know what's going on <laughs> but <laughs> so, han solo called him out immediately do you not oh, remember yeah. he then goes and uh my advice here is women always find out the truth Oh, I must have missed that. That's too. what he said to him. Well, he as a guy, always... I'm not going to listen to that shit. So. <laughs> uh, he's talking about women, whatever. Is there top no. off? Who cares? Get the clothes <laughs> off. No. The, um, I just distracted myself. Um, I don't remember what I was saying. So, oh, well, the next moment what we see is Kylo and Ray meet. So Ray's at one point trying to run away, and Kylo finds her in the woods and force chokes does everything and he reads her mind and learns that she has seen the map and so he's like okay fuck the droid i can just bring this chick with me and he knocks her out carries her onto the ship and i love this moment because all we've seen is finn be fucking terrified of potentially coming into contact with the first order and as soon as he sees ray has been taken by kylo ren he full sends across the entire battlefield to try and get to her um, but obviously he's, you know, he can't get to them in time and it's too late and Ray and Kylo and all of the rest of the first order troops retreat. We see Kylo's cross guard saber right here. Oh, The first being shown. Well, I should say the first in the movie, maybe somebody had it in one of the shows or something like that, but I did see where it's like an ancient, like Sith thing or ancient, maybe even Jedi too. 
and I think with Jedi Survivor, you can have different. You can dual wield. You can have the yeah, dual Darth saber, Maul. and you can have cross guard. And I think with the cross guard, it's like the heaviest. It's like it operates, I think, like a great sword kind of thing. Okay. It's like really heavy attacks. And man, again, it's just one of those things that I just remember also from the fucking trailer, just seeing that light up and being like, oh my God, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's such a small difference, isn't it? Here's like, the thing, all though. of the Sith have got the best ones. It does, and I didn't see it, but it actually has an actual cross guard underneath it, right? Because the whole point of a cross guard on every sword is so it doesn't take your fucking hand off. Oh, so when you cross oh, swords and you hit, it goes mm -hmm. down. The cross guard is to guard your hand. Mm -hmm. So with this right here, it's like, well, his hand, it has to have one underneath. Otherwise, his hand would get fucking shorn off if he accidentally like ran yeah. his hand up the, the handle on it. That's, so, that's never occurred to me that that's to protect your hand, considering how many fucking people in these movies get their hands chopped off. Maybe, yeah, he's like, you know what? My dad had his hand chopped off. My grandfather. Was... Well, it's not a grandfather because it came from Leia. He came from Leia. So it'd be like his mom. It'd be an uncle. Uncle Luke. Who? Oh, I meant um, Dad Vader. His granddad? Wait, what? Who? Kylo oh, Ren's oh yeah, 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 Vader, Vader yeah. the granddad, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was, yeah, I got confused. On so my Uncle own Luke and Dad Vader, Uncle Granddad Luke Vader, and Granddad Vader. Yes, there it is. Okay, we got our. So that's why he's got the hand guard. <laughs> that's what it is. He's learned. Wait, he's done something right. Does he get his hand cut off? Does anybody get their remember. hand cut off in any of these movies? Not in this one. I don't know if anybody does. Hmm. Interesting. Guess they retired that. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. But, yeah, here's when Leia arrives at Takodana and has her big reunion with Han, which, like you said earlier, is rudely interrupted by C-3PO going, Fucking... oh, hello. <laughs> General Solo. Hello, da, da, da. Oh, my God. Well, get out of the way. Yeah, and I just love Leia. And I don't know, her, her in this film, Carrie Fisher, she was just so, so lovely. I don't know if it just hits harder now that she's like passed away yeah but i was just like oh it's so horrible seeing her on screen it's how she just seems like such a lovely mama and the way she embraces ray when ray gets back later in the film i was like oh yeah. i remember this also she had a rough she had a hard life she lived yeah. hard she was also and i did not know this until much later in life a renowned script doctor where, oh, really? Yes, where she would get a, most of the time uncredited, but they would send it to her, pay her a certain amount and say, uh, punch up this scene, fix this script, fix this act or whatever. Like famous, though, like that's wow. the, the main thing. I know I never heard of it either. I think she may have been credited for some scripts, but most of the time that she just wasn't. And it was just punching things up. And I, when you look into things, you realize how much that happens, like Quentin Tarantino as well. Would do I don't know with The Rock, one of my favorite movies, The Rock. Tarantino punched up part of it. And it's definitely that movie when there's a Mexican standoff yeah. at the end. It's like, well, that had to be fucking Tarantino. Uh, you know, any shots of feet will always be his too that, you know, he put <laughs> in if that comes into it. And then, yeah, to, that she died. And then, especially that the third movie was supposed to be hers. This was Han Solo's. Last Jedi was Luke's. And the third one, initially, unless that was something erroneously reported was supposed to be hers. And then she died. I know. That really fucking sucks. 
she is in the third film and it's all like stuff that wasn't used in yeah, the last I jedi heard. i think right and i think also there's hologram han solo is he isn't he in it also yes well yeah, it's, heard, i heard that yeah so it's ben oh. talking to his dad yeah is it just so, his voice or is it actually like his body no it's too? he turns around he sees he, his dad sees yeah him. okay yeah it's oh that's another big moment Harrison Ford can't get rid of you yet. No, not yet. You and will there's... be rid of Han Solo when you're fucking in the ground, Harrison Ford. <laughs> and yeah, seeing Han and Leia together, their back and forth is just hilarious. She's so good. I think he just at one moment goes, Leia, and she goes, don't do that, and walks <laughs> off. He goes, what? She goes, anything. Anything. And then he goes, I'm trying to help. And she goes, when did that ever help? And don't say the Death Star. <laughs> Don't say the death story. She's oh. so sick of him. Yeah, she's like, okay. And this is also the moment where BB-8 finds R2-D2, who has been in low power mode since Luke's disappearance. Oh, he's... He... <laughs> I have R2. Oh, he said Luke went away. He's just going to fucking die like Padme. Yeah, <laughs> die he's of a broken heart. Die of a broken heart. Perfectly healthy, just lost the will to live. Oh, R2. God. Uh, Finn and, the... and Poe reunite, oh. and I had them be like, now kiss. Now kiss. But I did. When they got together, I was like, oh, this is awesome again. And they like instantly split back up. I'm like, damn. Yeah. He's like, I need your help. And then they don't. He just doesn't bring uh -oh. uh -oh. Poe with him. What's wrong with my voice? <laughs> it, is uh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's right. Because. Oh, wait. No. Where were we? <clears throat> this, are we? Kylo oh, yeah, takes Ray yeah. to the Star Killer base. Okay, so with <laughs> that, that's where I have down. I forgot how much he had his mask on, and this is where he takes it off. I thought he took it off so much sooner. I forgot that he wore it that much. Maybe that's why I liked him in this movie. Because he had his mask on. Because he had his mask on. Because I'm almost positive throughout the Last Jedi, it is not on. It is barely yeah. on, if at all. Maybe that's when he wants his screen time, right? Yeah, you know what? He's the last in charge fight, now. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. It's like, okay, I have the mask on, but I need I needs my face. Yeah. He's like, I was in Girls, so <laughs> wasn't he? Wasn't that him in Girls? Girls? Yeah. I don't know what that is. The show Girls? Oh, I've never seen it. It was, uh, Lena, was it Lena Dunham? Is that her name? I think that's where he got big. Oh, uh, Yeah, okay. yeah. He was in Girls. I think that's where he, like, kind of blew up. Oh, I haven't seen that before. Yeah, I don't think you really need to. No. It's one of those things that was a huge fucking phenomenon. And then like Lena Dunham was the biggest fucking thing. And then within like a year or two, she was just gone. Oh, really? I think she just kind of might have said some stuff that got her in trouble. Combined, oh, okay. Com combined with people realizing, <clears throat> oh, the show might not be that good. It was a weird time like 10 years ago. God. Yeah. It's always a weird time, but I don't know. Yeah, 2012. What a six seasons. God damn. Okay. Oh, I, really? I, I do, went on that long. Yeah, I do remember though. That's when he um he got blown up. Oh, he got blown up. He blew up from that. <laughs> but he's taking Ray to the Star Killer base at the moment. And yes, this is where she she says something in along the lines of "I can't really have a proper conversation with you when you've got this mask on." He removes his mask, and he's sexy. I do, you know what? To each their <laughs> own. Like I get it. I tons of women. I'm sure a lot of guys do too as well. Love this dude. I I don't get it. I don't. It's not. Do you know what? It's not in this one. In some of the later films. Oh my god. I 
every, he's I'm, ripped. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Like that, I get. But even even when he was on Girls, when he was like I said, five years younger than this, when he wasn't, mm -hmm. I just I don't know. There was something about it. Obviously, I'm not his demo, his target demo there. <laughs> but I'm like, his voice kind of doesn't really. I don't know. I just it's one something of the about a weird I weird know. looking emo dude. The hair, yeah, the emo. Yeah. I guess. And obviously this changes everything for Ray. She's ready to lay it all on the line for the uh, dark side right now. Even um, more so than the resistance. <laughs> yeah. But she resists his mind reading attempts, which you can see visibly very annoys. Very annoys. Really annoys. <laughs> really annoys go. Kylo. And Snoke orders uh, Kylo to bring Ray to him. And discovering she can use the force. This is where we get Daniel Craig. Apparently, yeah. Yeah, it's a, and yeah, it's uh, a... she uses a Jedi mind trick on the guard to escape. And when Kylo realizes this, he smashes the room up again, and we get some of the funniest stormtroopers who are walking around doing their patrol, and they hear him smashing shit up, and they're just like, "Oh fuck this!" No, they turn around straight away and walk off. They see it like flying out of the room, and they're like, "Nope, uh, no, nope. not dealing with this." I did get. <laughs> Um, when he was interrogating her, I did get a real rapey vibe as he's it like, was weird. you know, I can take whatever I want and you're right so up lonely. In her face. And he's like, you're so lonely. I'm like, oh no. Oh yeah. No. This is weird, bro. You need to dial it back about eight notches here. Yeah. I, I definitely Stupid, sexy too. Sith. Stupid, sexy emo. Stupid, sexy emo <laughs> Sith. But yeah, the raging this. Yeah. He just, it's the second time he's, he's raging. a little brat. Yeah, he just and yeah, it's, it's very Anakin. Anakin oh, did yeah. that. He just didn't do it physically because he had somewhat self control. Yeah, and he had Obi Wan looking over him the whole time. Yeah, it's outrageous. It's unfair. Sorry, I stepped in. But the Starkiller base is preparing to fire again, and the Resistance Roundtable devises a plan to destroy it by attacking its thermal oscillator. Nerd. But first, nerd. Nerd. <laughs> but first, they need to deactivate the shields, obviously, which Finn says he can do easily if they get him there. And oh, just as they're leaving, Han, Leia, make up and say they've missed each other really. They had a great life together. And. She says, if you see our son, bring him home. And they give the hug, and you know that's it's the last the time we're ever going to see each other. Oh, God. It's so sad. I do have in here more foe and pin, please. <laughs> I guess I have I to know. put... I, well, I said foe and pin. I guess yeah. that's what I wrote. I guess I meant Poe and Finn, but yeah, foe and pin. Foe and pin is good, too. Foe and pin. Yeah, that is a shame. But the hug between... Han and Leia just broke I my know. heart. And they use the Falcon. Han, Chewbacca, and Finn infiltrate the facility. This is when Finn confesses, yeah, I worked in sanitation. I don't have a clue how to disable the shield. He's just, just... bullshitting and lying his yeah. whole way through this. Just get him there and he's like, we'll figure it out. He yeah. knows. He knows he's a main character. One of my favorite lines is this next one oh, where he's yes. like, yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll use the force. <laughs> And Han just goes, that's not how the force works. That's not how the force works. <laughs> it's like, well, use it. Isn't it a cheat code? But he's just here for Ray. He doesn't care if they're about to blow shit up, blow yeah. planets up. He just wants to save Ray. I'm here for they the girl. Just want to get the girl, save the world. In a non-toxic way. Yeah. <laughs> but they confront Brienne of Tarth again to get help with lowering the shields. She just does it. Captain immediately. Phasma. 
Captain Phasma. <laughs> Brianna fucking Tar. It's funny that you mentioned she's hardly in the film because she was present on the press tour. Like was she? she yeah, she oh, was there. Oh, to get that Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones connection, PR. get the fans in. I but she, And I do think that ended up negatively affecting with how little of a role or insignificant of a role did. that she had. Because she it could have been something... Like, just have her be the fucking head of the death squads that are out yeah. there, like, fucking shit up, or the main people after him. So maybe they're always a step behind or they're a step mm -hmm. ahead, but you always see her, and she's bad. I don't know. That, that it just, was, again, such a missed opportunity. It really was, and I think a lot of people, like me, the first time you watched it, didn't even realize that this was her. And I then didn't after watch the Game of Thrones film... at this time, well, so yeah, I had exactly. no idea. Yeah. Yeah. But then there was people that were expecting... Gwendolyn Christie's going to be in this film. Oh my God, amazing. Like oh. she's doing so well after Game of Thrones. And then you come out, yeah. you're like, oh shit, where was she? Yeah, the and then mass. you're like, oh yeah, it was that Cap the Captain Phasma who was in it twice and wore a mask <laughs> both times. We got dumped okay, in cool. the sanitation bin over here. Yeah. Trash shoot. <laughs> That's a funny thing too. Trash compactor? Again, a callback to A New Hope. Is it? Oh. Yeah, where they get trash. That's, that's, I think, the first time he said, I have a bad feeling about this. Is when oh. they're in this trash compactor. So to see his eyes light up, like you got a trash a trash compactor, you're like, okay, that, <laughs> that's a good call back there. Oh, that's cute. Uh, but with the shields lowered, Poe and his team are clear to attack. And I love that line from Poe. He says, "As long as there is light, we've got a chance." When you're lost in the darkness, look for the light. There you go. Not the sun though that's being drained to blow up. Don't don't Yeah, don't one. don't look in that one without those special. Did I say trained or drained? I said drained, right? I heard drained. Okay. I thought I said trained. <laughs> <laughs> it's not trained. So they're looking for Ray, and it's another one of those moments where he's uh Finn is like, I'm gonna go in here and look for Ray and rescue her. And Han is just going, just look behind you there. Look behind you. They yeah. see her climbing what are you doing? climbing what, what... up a wall. What are you doing? I have uh, a plan. I'm trying to do a plan here. Yeah. He's like, just look, look behind your kid. Look behind your kid, idiot. She's climbing. She's scaling the walls of this place. Uh, she's fine. And they all regroup and they're about to escape. But after seeing the X-Wings in trouble, they return with a big bag of explosives to help. And <laughs> and this moment, I'm just like, Han loves Ray. Like, this is his daughter that he never had. Why? What do you mean, why? Why? What did he do? He just looks at her like he's in love with her. And he's like, come what? on, kid. In, in, a, in a fatherly, daughterly okay, way. Not a weird way. No. Oh, and oh, that's another thing, too, that made me sad is when, like, when he offered her, when you mentioned before, when he offered her, like, a role to come on. Yeah. She's like, no, I have to go back to Jack, who was like, oh, my God, please, can y'all just team up for, like, three movies and not I know. die? And... It would have been such a good little squad. You no. Know. And he says, oh, it's a shame Chewie likes you. And it's like, yeah. mm, you like her. Shut up. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Chewie likes you. <laughs> that big dog back there. Um. Yeah, so I don't like this bit. Han sees, sees his boy, sees his son, and confronts ben. him by calling out his birth name, Ben, in the most fatherly way. He's like, Ben. ben. Kenobi. That's what it's oh, from. That's so sad and implores him to abandon the dark side and there is moments where it looks like kylo is going to cave and he's like it's you know it's too late it's too late i'm being torn apart i need you to help me dad and obviously han solo says yes anything your mom said, told me to bring you home i'll do anything and he says i know what i need to do i just don't have the strength to do it yeah Can and he's talking me? about yeah. becoming 
even more dark side. Well, I think this is almost, this is what he needs to do to get to the dark side because yeah. Snoke calls him out basically saying, oh, your dad's kind of here. And he's like, it doesn't matter. And Snoke's like, okay, okay. Yeah, doesn't believe him. And Kylo knows, shit, I do actually think about my dad. I do think about that. I have to end it. Yeah. And because it's ended, what I what, what was funny about this is how they're on this beam out in the middle and everybody just rolls up and stops. The stormtroopers stormtroopers yeah. start to look, probably drawing lots, taking bets or something. Chewbacca yeah. just everyone's just like, oh man, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Yeah. No one's shooting at each other, just like, hey, we gotta we gotta let the boss battle happen. Yeah. And yeah, the final moment happens where he looks like he's handing over his lightsaber and then he I don't know what the word is, switches it on and yeah. through the body of his father. And it's just awful. Like there's a few things. Ray's scream is horrific. Chewie's to me was that's Chewy, what I had down. Yeah. Chewie's was just a visceral. And I think because we've heard a lot of people scream, we hear women scream, like all that. We don't ever hear Chewie do this. Like yeah. I think you hear an angry one in Empire when he gets like taken captive or when Vader shows up or something like mm -hmm. that. But this was like a chewy visceral like scream of pain pain yeah, yeah it was horrific and the way leia just falls into her seat yeah. like she somehow knows that it's happened the force. the force the force yeah and then the shot of han falling into this pool of holds light face, almost like, touches holds his, his face. face i do think they like i said this was spoiled for me i don't know and i do think if most people paid attention to it they would have known that this is probably was going to happen i do think they hung on it way too long Oh, they, yeah. hung, they did because by then you're just like, well, now he's going to fucking do it. That it just stayed and everyone looks and it cuts, cut to them, cut to Ray, cut to Chewie. And it's like multiple times. I thought it was almost even like 10 seconds too long before mm -hmm. it then became almost like, well, now he has to, like, he's going to have to do it. I don't know if, if it was quicker, like more of a, like as soon as he kind of hands it to do it to kind of surprise. I don't know. It just seemed like it held way too long, too to, long yeah, to not surprise anybody or by then you're just thinking what the fuck's happening mm -hmm. by the time it hits yeah and at this point the sun is pretty much completely out and he is then just bathed in this red light kylo ren i mean and it's visually just stunning yeah. and like you said chewbacca kicks off shoots kylo in the abs and sets off the explosives that he and han had planted uh previously and this allows Poe to attack and destroy the thermal oscillator and everybody else manages to escape. He goes straight beast mode. Oh, fully. Like literally just goes to shooting people, fucking one-shotting. And I had a thing. I didn't remember what this was, but it was before this where 3PO, for some reason, goes, thank the maker. Yeah. And I'm like, I literally had to rewind it and be like, was that fucking 3PO? Mm -hmm. And he says, thank the maker. I'm like, is 3PO a religious droid? Or is he talking about Anakin? Because that's oh, who fucking made him. That's who made him, yeah. His maker is Anakin. So that really fucking weird line that I thought about way too much. That might have been <laughs> the only person that I only rewound this like one time. I always forget that Anakin made him. Yeah. Slave. That's so crazy. Slavekin. Baby but, yeah, Anakin. I'm like, that is funny. That'd be if he's like, thank you, Annie. Annie, he remembers Anakin. Thank you. Oh, bless him. Uh, and we go now to Kylo pursuing Ray and Finn into the woods. This is kind of scary, and you can tell that Ray and Finn are scared of him at this point. He quite quickly incapacitates Ray, and then Finn uses the lightsaber to duel Kylo, 
And this was such a cool moment. We get a lightsaber battle in the dark, in the snow. Yeah. There's a red and the blue. The snow is cool. The snow you hear always it, looks good. Uh, it, not just against the ground, but you can... I don't know. Maybe I was putting too many sounds in my, but you could hear like the snow like melting with it. It seemed like yeah, like, it you was can hear sloshy. it in the trees. And yeah, like... like it was the water with it. Yeah, it was awesome. But he's quite quickly defeated. He gets fucking awful slash up the, the back. back. Oh my back. god, it was awful. And then you see the awesome moment where Kylo is trying to force retrieve the lightsaber and it flies right past him and it's ray that's got it and then if i'm not mistaken that was luke's music it's like the skywalker oh, was music it? that oh, was cool. playing yeah so cool and they have their own lightsaber fight and she defeats kylo in a duel and he gets this kind of Tyrion style face scar and they split the whole ground in between them. And that's the only that's the only reason it ends, really. She had guess, her moment to kill him, but she doesn't because she's a good Jedi. Siri must have came through and screamed. Yeah. <laughs> split the AF. Where's the monoliths? There must have been a monolith right there that just that'd be kind of a weird edit. You just put in there, and then <laughs> the Witcher Star Wars mashup. Oh God. So <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. <laughs> Hey, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, it would just be so weird. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah, let's, it's put, going it, to let's happen. put it. It's going to happen. Yeah. Netflix special. I'm trying to think what where it came next. Oh, yeah. Chewbacca saves them in well, the Falcon. But th I think I have these the wrong way around. Oh, Chewbacca okay. comes and saves Rey and the injured Finn, and they escape aboard the Falcon, and Snoke orders Hux to evacuate, but bring Kylo to him to complete his training. I do Whatever like that means. I do like when all hell's breaking loose. That one officer's like running away. They're like, "Hey, get back to your position." Guy's like, "Hey, Hux ran out. What things happening? Yeah. Like, I'm out of this shit too." <laughs> exactly as yeah. you should. As yeah, you like should. Uh, the whole planet is crumbling around you. Just when the leader out. abandons their posts, everyone else can fucking abandon it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So the resistance forces flee. The Star Killer base explodes, and they've completed their mission. Ray meets Leia, and Leia can tell as soon as you know yeah. they all arrive. She already knows she Han's knows. not coming back. Han's gone. Han's not coming back, and this is the first time they've met. But they embrace as if they've known each other for years. As if they've known each other the whole screenplay. Yeah. <laughs> did they? They didn't do a funeral. No. Or Han, did they? Fuck. Don't think the so. Hell? I guess we had enough mourning as he stood there for like. 30 seconds <laughs> impaled by the lightsaber and grasping oh, his Oh, God. We, had, yeah. we dealt with enough. We dealt with enough. But as they arrive back, R2-D2 wakes up and reveals the rest of the map. And it's so cute because he puts up this whole map on this hologram and there's a little puzzle piece missing. BB-8 goes, oh, I, I know this. Gets Poe to give him his give little me, me, shard me. back. He's like, give me that back. Give me, give me, give me, give me. And then he finishes the puzzle. It's oh. so sweet. Goddamn BB-8. And I loved the moment earlier in the film where R2-D2 wouldn't wake up and BB-8 just keeps rolling into him going, Oh, dunk, yes. Dunk, 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 dunk. Like, hey, wake up. 3PO's like, don't, he's not going to wake up. Just leave yeah. him alone, please. Yeah, just leave him alone. <laughs> BB-8's like, uh-uh, dunk. dunk. Maybe dunk. I can do it. <laughs> so the map points to the oceanic planet Acto. Bless you. Which... <laughs> 
An island <laughs> off the coast of Ireland. Ireland. That's where they're going. <laughs> that's where they're going. They're going to Ireland. They're going to the remote island of Ireland. <laughs> so Ray, Chewbacca and R2-D2 travel to Acto on the Falcon. Love this moment where they're both sat up front and Ray's kind of looking to Chewbacca like, yeah, we're, we're a little team now. <laughs> Chewbacca's obviously heartbroken from the loss of his lifelong friend, no. but he's like, okay, he liked this chick. Well, we'll get along with just fine. It feels really weird, Chewbacca, without Han. Yeah. Like, I know this is kind of one of those things where everyone deserves their own story and no one should be it, but I kind of say the other way as well. I kind of wish he'd have gone out with him. Like, oh, they went out together, you know, like the lifelong bros. Have you seen Solo? You saw how they got together. Been together for a long-ass fucking time. Fuck, like, goddamn 40, 50 years. I don't know, long-ass. Yeah, long time they've been together. Sad. I know, and like, I just thought about it. It was just was... I don't remember. I don't remember Chewbacca at all from Last Jedi. Not a right. single thing. Yeah. And the only thing I remember from the little bit I've watched of Skywalker is when he got fake blown up. Yes, I remember and, that bit too. And I just think, I don't know. that. And I know Han had to die very poetically by uh, by his son. But I just think, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I think that would have hit even harder maybe if Chewbacca yeah. was gone. Because it just feels like he's just kind of there. I don't know. I, I would be interested. Just came to me. Yeah, I would be interested to watch the next few films again and see his part in it, because I liked him staying for the rest of this film to kind of be the connection to the older story still when yeah, they're flying true. about in the Falcon. But yeah, it depends how it goes in the next one. Because it's not like her and Ray are now together that much, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Does he get but, Jar Jar? Yeah. Does he get a ton of screen time and then gets two minutes and then gets 30 seconds? He might do. He might oh, do. You just no. see him in the background. <laughs> no. Not Jar Jar. Not Jar Jar. But yeah, they go to Ireland and Ray finds Luke atop a cliff and silently presents him with his lightsaber. And he does the most awesome hood reveal ever. He just keeps his arms so wide. I read on the trivia where he first learned about this from George. When they were oh, having yeah? lunch or a dinner or something, and George brought up with the, the the sequels that they wanted him to be involved, and when they finally, when they finally like asked him, he like immediately was like, yeah, yeah. At first it was like trepidation, and he still mm -hmm. apparently had trepidation of just bringing the character back because it's so beloved, it would be such a big thing. And man, oh man, the discourse again of the Last Jedi, and what he does with that lightsaber and what he does oh, with the Jedi teaching. So funny. It is. And well, somewhere down the line, we will have a list, lest Jedi, a lest Jedi uh, <laughs> discussion somewhere we down the line. But that is it. I do. This was not spoiled for me. And so when I saw him at the end, I just was like, oh, my God, fucking yeah. amazing. He looks I, awesome. He looks great that he's back. Um, I, I mean, it was good enough as it was. I will say, though, I wanted to be spoiled by him and Han together. Having a scene, oh. Mark Hamlin, Harrison Ford. We didn't need everything. That it wouldn't have made sense for the story they were going to tell. So I get why they didn't. He's in exile. Han was dead. I get it. But that would have been the only thing I could have said that would have maybe topped. Maybe topped it was them two being. Could back have made together. it better. No, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, it's somehow see them interacting in a similar way they did in the originals would be cool. But yeah, it wouldn't have fit. No, it worked. That's Force Awakens. It is S tier. 
It is going yeah. to the fucking top with Rogue One. Exactly. That's what and I was going to say as well. <laughs> it's going up there with Rogue One. And I would say, I don't know, every just about everybody has it. Like Empire is going to be up there. And I think that's an age thing that if you watch those all before all the prequels, maybe, you know, if that was your introduction, that just Empire, just what it did, you know, is up there with it. But those are the three for sure that are there. I just, I just didn't, I knew I liked this one. I knew I did, but I just did not remember how much I loved it. How, like I was sat watching it by myself and I just was audibly laugh, like laughed out loud at some moments. I'm giddy. I'm excited. I'm like getting all teared up and nostalgic. It's just such a great feel good movie. I could watch it again tomorrow. Oh, like hundred percent, especially the first hour. I may skip a lot of the exposition and that stuff there to get to it. But a hundred percent, the first hour, and I will always like. I always like the first movie in all trilogies. Like, I like Phantom Menace the most. I like this the most. For in a weird way, I kind of like A New Hope the most. But it's just too. It's not really of that same thing. I like Fellowship of the Ring the most in mm. Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> most people will be Return of the King, especially if you're into it. A lot of people Two Towers because of battle. I'm Fellowship. I could watch that fucking movie every other day as well, and it would not get fucking tired. Because I love the world building. I love the setup. Yes. I love everyone together. Like the fellowship, I love that they're all together. Mm-hmm. They literally get split up at the end of the first one. I'm like, oh, that's not as fun. Here you get to see all the interactions. And like I said, Han Solo, Harrison Ford makes this S tier. Obviously, you can't have the same movie if he's not in it. In a weird way, I guess maybe you could, but you wouldn't hit certain points to it. Yeah. He elevates mm-hmm. it. The character and Harrison Ford as an actor elevates this into just everything that i love about movies and why i watch yeah. them. i'm so glad those original actors all agreed to come back and do it because i think they did such a good job of balancing that nostalgic side of it but also these new characters who are just holding their own in this already super established world yeah jj abrams can direct this he can direct the beginnings let him start a trilogy let him start a series like Lost. Don't let him finish it. Don't let him do anything other than start <laughs> it. Like George Lucas in the first trilogies, let him start it and then give it to more talented, better people like Lawrence Kasdan, who helped mm. write this, who helped write some of the previous, uh, the first trilogy, who actually I think helped write some of the sequ- um, the prequels too, I think. No, maybe not. Oh. I think that might have been just George. <sighs> maybe that was just George Lucas. I don't remember. But yeah, let him do that. The direction of this, this would be a good one to watch alongside Solo as well, because Solo is directed yeah, by I Ron. Yeah, I need to ha- watch that. He's directed. It's directed by Ron Howard, one of the most competently boring directors to ever exist. <laughs> if you want a competently movie made, you want it on budget, you want it on time, hire Ron fucking Howard. It will get mm-hmm. done. But it's the most bland, boring direction you will ever fucking see. J.J. Yeah. Abrams knows how to fucking do this. He did it with Star Trek. He did it here as well. Oh, another kind of trilogy. That I like the best one, Star, Star Trek. Trek. The first, yeah. yes, it's always the first one because I love learning about all this stuff mm-hmm. and all the so new. So, what characters. is your favorite of the Transformers trilogy? Okay, the first one, that's because yes, yeah. they, they've okay. We'll get to there. We will get to there <laughs> next week. We will get to uh, Transformers as we're done with Star Wars. But Patreon should be this weekend. We should be recording our watch along of A New Hope. That yeah, is, you have fun. not seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Or if I have, I've totally you forgotten don't re- it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I put it on once, and after the first 20 minutes, I was like, no, this isn't for me today. Not for, there you not go. Today. So this will be a watch-along, meaning you'll get to play it and watch it alongside our commentary, which should be great, because <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know the last time I've seen it. Just clips. 
yeah, of things. And yeah. I definitely don't think I've seen these these special editions they keep fucking with every so often. I know oh, I did yeah. the ones that got re-released by Lucas, but I don't know if they've done anything else. Um, like they did with the prequels. Um, I don't know. So there may be some things in there. Check out that Patreon. Uh, we also have what do we put in there? Clones and Phantom Menace. Yeah. yeah, yeah, clones, Phantom Menace, and then a bunch of other stuff, non Star Wars related. Non Star Wars, House of the Dragon, all that fun shit right there. Check out the Discord. Best place to find us. It's going to be the really only place to find me because I've pulled back on a lot of social media. I am about to pull back on Twitter. Twitter's my Twitter's about done. So Ooh. I've got it on private right now. I'm about to full on pull the plug and just go to my personal Instagram. So if you do request that Instagram, if you find it, I may not let you in because I may not know you. And I don't want any of your students finding out because <laughs> students have found out about the Twitch. They found out about the Instagram. So I've pulled, I've pulled back on it for those reasons too, but also for the sense of I'm so much happier not being on the computer and not yeah. being on it so much. So that's just a personal thing right there. But check out that Discord. I'll always be active in there. Best place to find discussions. Uh, and then look at our, our socials down there. With the summer coming up, we should be doing more of them. Although you're going to be gone a whole month. And then I'm going to be gone potentially <laughs> a few weeks. We'll so, figure so, something out. But we will 100% the Instagram on the Path account. We will be doing some live Instagrams because Lucy will be in Texas. Yay. Next month, we will 100% be doing some live Instagrams on there. And then I, then I should be in England in July, mm -hmm. and we'll do uh, some of that as well. So make sure to check that out in the link tree. Uh, Lucy, where can we find you? You'll find me at Lucy J. Robin on pretty much any social media. I'm on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube, sometimes Instagram, but yeah, mainly, mainly on those three. All right. And as I mentioned before, pretty much my Twitch is down there. I haven't been on there in a long time. I don't know when I'm going to be on there again. Yeah. Uh, but it will be probably some random stuff. There will not be a camera in it yeah. and it may not be as crazy as it used to be, but it'll be something, you know, Crusader Kings Game of Thrones related. Um, eventually, I do want to play the Jedi Survivor. I still have God of War that I never played. So oh, yeah. I will be doing some stuff on there, but it will not be like in the past. There will be no camera. There will be no drunken nonsense. <laughs> there will be none of that. Uh, I've de-affiliated it or de-boarded it or whatever it is. So there's no more subs, there's no more money involved, but that also means there's no more ads. So that means you can watch it free of charge and free of those goddamn fucking annoying eight to nine the ads, ads that they'll worse. throw up. It's They're the so worst, which is fucking terrible. Fuck you, Amazon and Jeff Bezos, unless you're going to give us money. Until then, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, my Instagram is on there, but I'm not. I'm actually about to delete that one too. It's just going to be my personal one. If you find that one, request it, and we'll see if uh, you do all that stuff. <laughs> Join us next time. As we head to the Halcyon year of 2007, yeah. Michael Bay's Transformers. Let's go.